Welcome to the Calvary St. George's Sermon Podcast, proclaiming the historic faith of Christ and Him crucified. These podcasts are recorded and produced by the Parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. For more information, head to calvarystgeorges.org. Well, growing up, I was really into the Boy Scouts. Um, by the time I was 14, I was an Eagle Scout. And, uh, and I loved getting merit badges. I had a sash that had all the merit badges, and they not only went down all the way up the front, but it went all the way around the back. And, uh, and that was just to let everyone know that if you were ever lost in the woods or in the desert, I was the 15-year-old with a pocket knife you should actually call. <clears throat> I remember our scout meetings were on Wednesday. And I used to wear my uniform. I was so into it. I used to wear my uniform to school, in part so I could go straight to the meeting afterward and help set up and get ready. But uh, really, it told everyone, uh, it told everyone that I was serious about scouting. I wanted everybody to know that I was really serious about it. I derived from that uniform and all of those merit badges a sense of purpose, meaning, and identity. The Boy Scout in me loves Ash Wednesday because it is one of those days that we, as Christians, we all buckle down and get really serious about God. I mean, you read this liturgy and watch it unfold. This isn't lightweight, rookie, neon light, smoke machine Christian stuff. Ash Wednesday, when it is rightly grasped, is hardcore, CBGB, punk rock, truly sanctified Christianity. Ash Wednesday prayers, and you're going to see it, they get really deep, and they get personal, and they cover every gambit of your life. And as Christians, as we get serious about our faith, you know, and we sit there and we pray and we say, this time I'm really going to do it, God. I'm going to be a better Christian this year. And what would happen normally is that uh, after we said our prayers, then you would all come forward and the clergy and I would give you a liturgical merit badge. A mark of ash on your forehead in the shape of a cross to demonstrate and you'd leave this place and you would demonstrate to the world that you were serious And now this year, that's all gone. It's taken away because of a pandemic. And this is my first point. Today there are no ashes given on Ash Wednesday. The liturgical merit badge of purpose, meaning, and identity. It's all gone. Now you and I... We're all being forced to ponder the question the Israelites are asking God in our reading from the prophet Isaiah. If you want to take a look. And look what they say. They come back. They've been doing it. They've been really buckling down. Sanctification levels are high for the post-exilic Israel. And they say, why do we fast? But you do not see. Why humble ourselves? But you do not notice. 
Yet God responds to the Israelites by saying through the prophet Isaiah, he says, is such the fast that I chose? A day to humble oneself? Is it to bow down the head like a bud rush and to lie in sackcloth and ashes? Will you call this a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? You can hear the snark just right through this. What God is saying to Israel here, what God is saying probably across the times through the prophets to all of us, is this. Did I ever, did I ever ask you to mark yourself with ash? Did I ever ask you to get down into the nitty gritty and feel oh so good about feeling oh so bad about yourself? I've been thinking about this all day. And this is my second point. And really, this is the big idea of this section of the prophet Isaiah, where God critiques Israel's piety. While honesty and confession is always praiseworthy in a horizontal sense, the problem with us humans is we get it twisted and we start thinking about it in a vertical sense. And when we start thinking about it in a vertical sense, in a way of kind of earning God's favor, well then, it becomes really deadly. Then it becomes a mortal sin, a roadblock actually, your piety becomes a roadblock between you and God. It becomes a roadblock when we believe that it is in any way efficacious in bridging the chasm that lies between us and God because of human sin. So, if you continue to read on here in our passage today, God calls the people of Israel to fast. He's like, let me tell you the kind of fast that I want. Let me tell you about the fast that I have called you to. And it is an extremely lofty, it's, a, it's an impossible fast. And it has four parts to it. First, you're to be a people that works for justice all the time. Second, you are to bring freedom to the oppressed all the time. Three, you are to feed the hungry. And four, you are to clothe the naked. This fast is, far, is a far grander vision than missing a meal and a mark on your forehead. God here in Isaiah calls Israel to institute a fast that literally would bring freedom to the oppressed and is the total remedy to injustice in the world. And what's amazing about this call to a fast is that this specific type of fast is that it's not unique to the prophet Isaiah. Rather, all the prophets of the Old Testament deliver a similar message to God's people. And if you notice, it begins to get honed. So, for example, you look at the prophet Micah 
who prophesied to Judah the same time as Isaiah did. And he takes the same prophecy. He's like, we're not interested. God is not interested in your sacrificed bulls. What God wants is not your piety. What God wants is for you to act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. And it continues to get honed. A chief example is the prophet Habakkuk, who prophesies uh, several years after Isaiah and, uh, and uh, Micah. And he boils it all down to the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Now you begin to understand what Ash Wednesday is actually about in its purest form. You see, what Ash Wednesday actually does is it reminds us about how the gap between us and God is actually bridged how it's actually bridged. And how it's actually bridged is not your confession. But how the gap between us and God is actually bridged is God's confession about all of us. A confession which states not simply that your sin is vanished, but rather that your sins like a thief in the night have been taken from you, bore not upon the cross of ash on your forehead, but in Jesus Christ's very body on the hardwood of the cross 2,000 years ago outside of the city of Jerusalem. This is actually the real meaning of Ash Wednesday. And God, like an onion, is peeling us right back to receive it. The real meaning of Ash Wednesday is God's forgiveness of all of your sins. The just shall live by faith. For by faith in Jesus Christ, God's confession about you now declares that you are righteous in his sight. For by faith in Jesus, his shed blood sets us free from the oppression of sin. And by faith in Jesus, he nourishes all of us hungry with his body and blood. And he clothes us now in garments of his righteousness. The just shall live by faith. Not in our confession, but in Christ's confession about us. And by faith, as the prophet Isaiah speaks, this word, this confession about you, God guides you through your earthly pilgrimage and continually satisfies your needs in the parched places and makes your bones strong. This is my third point. The just shall live by faith. The just shall live by the gift of forgiveness and absolution and that alone. And now we can understand what this day is actually all about. Now we can begin to see what the season of Lent is all about. It is Christ and him crucified. It is his confession 
that bridges the chasm that lies between you and God. And Christ's confession about you is that he loves you. He justifies you. His confession about you is, by my wounds, by my blood I reconcile you, and by my wounds you are healed. Ash Wednesday. I think we get right at the heart of it today. And praise God for that. Ash Wednesday is all about being forgiven totally by Jesus and profoundly today knowing that he's not simply inscribed his name on your forehead. But more importantly, he's inscribed his name on your very heart and his banner over you tonight and every day for the rest of your life is love. Amen. Thank you for listening to our sermon podcast, produced and recorded at the Parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. If you feel led to support the continuing ministry of the parish, you can make an online donation at calvarystgeorges.org slash giving. Thank you.